Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. We are so pumped about our topic today yes, as we are. We are you know, tagging on to this whole idea of empowering women mm-hmm. and as well building up men. And so today we really are going to dive into how we unknowingly emasculate men. Yes. So there's a lot of things and a lot of ways that we as women emasculate men. And you and I, we started, a friend of mine actually had recommended um, a couple of different authors to dive into some of this stuff with relationships. And one of the gals we really enjoyed learning about her content was Alison Armstrong. And again, with everything that we talk about on here, take the gold, leave the dirt guys. There's a lot of dirt and a lot of the <laughs> different authors and, you know, but, but they have a lot of gold. And so, you know, we're big on sifting through and taking the gold. And one of the things that really stood out to me, and when we started having these conversations was this idea that we, that women everywhere unknowingly emasculate men when so really- true you know we don't realize that we do it and and yes. I know we mentioned this in our empowering women episode but um how we don't think we do it but we don't know what we don't know and oh once gosh. we started studying it I mean Alison Armstrong again she has so many great points that you, that you just don't realize. And we've yeah. learned so much from her. We've studied so much of her stuff. And again, take the gold, leave the dirt. Marie and I were actually blessed to meet her. And she is a hoot and a half. <laughs> yes, um, she is. She's just <laughs> giving us a lot of great stuff. And, you know, you don't have to agree with everything to learn something from someone. That's something totally. Marie has really taught me. Um, but we really have. We've, we've just learned so much. And yeah. tell us about um, how we really got into this and, and how a friend of Allison's told her that she was a frog farmer. Yeah. Super fascinating. So, um, Allison's background was she'd been married. She got a divorce. She had a son and, um, she had a friend really just confront her about the way that she was treating men. And then she was also at a conference, uh, some kind of event, I think on relationships and the, um, uh, she, you know, her friend stood up and said something to the guy who was teaching about, you know, she said something about men and, um, and anyways, long story short, she was basically called a frog farmer and she's like, well, what, do, what's that? What do you mean by that? And by <laughs> frog farmer, he said, you know, some people, you know, meet the kiss, you know, kiss a frog and it turns into a prince, right? We've all heard those stories, those fairy tales. And he's like, what you are doing is you are kissing these guys and turning them into frogs, meaning you are bringing out the worst possible attributes, characteristics, whatever, the most primal part of men that is 
it's your frog farming. And she was shocked, completely shocked. But it resonated with her and it totally led her that wound led her to all of the work that she's done. So she's done some amazing work along with John Gray. And so a lot of this is a compilation of both of them. So we want to give credit where credit's due, but we have taken it also and applied it to faith and to just bringing out how we can all up-level and become better women and supporting men. And hopefully men will become better for us as well. But, you know, I think one thing that we as women tend to do a lot is to and, and will say to me is like you show up so well but then you get home and you criticize and you complain yeah. and you know we've talked about how complaining for women actually increases estrogen so it's something that um that we just kind of do through talking but i think so many of the times we direct it at our man yeah. and it's it's so hard on them right and it's it can show itself by you're you're talking about a problem to him and men are fixers by nature, they want to have a solution. They want to come in and they want to be your hero and they want to solve the problem. And we refuse to let him solve it, right? Yeah. Well, and it was really interesting because I think a lot of times we don't think about what emasculation is. And for men, what's interesting with that, and I just want to kind of set this up before we dive really deep into what are the ways that we unknowingly emasculate men, is that men are wired, like brain-wise, they are from a primal standpoint, they really are wired to protect, to provide, to, you know, to create. Yes. All the things like those, (laughs) those three P's are like the main P's of what men are wired to do. And so men do not want to, um, again, you know, there are some guys out there who there's sad situations. We're not, we're not putting this as a blanket statement, but the majority of men actually do want to build up. They want to protect, they want to elevate you. But sometimes as women, what can happen is the way that men experience emasculation, they actually experience it as an, as an attack. And when that happens, it literally incites the most primitive defense survival reaction in men. And so when we do that, it, it has them regard us as competition instead of cherishing us, you know, it has a looking at us with fear instead of trust with disdain instead of respect and, and really keeping their distance instead of fostering intimacy. And they end up feeling like they have to actually protect themselves from us rather than protecting us. And that's what I think so many of us don't realize that when we're emasculating, we're literally diminishing their ability to protect, to to provide. And, and when men lose guys, we lose also. You know, they lose their power, their strength, their devotion, their respect and trust. And so let's, so that setting that up, let's and go what ahead. what we get is we actually get what we don't want. We are yes. pushing them away. We, we don't yes. want to push them away, but we unknowingly are pushing them away. And we're also forgetting that we are on the same team. Yes. We are being competitively against each other. And I think so many times we as women think, we're in competition against that woman, but we don't see that we often are in competition in our own marriages and our own relationships. Mm. And we end up being, you know, tip for chat. I did this. So now it's your turn to do that instead of we are on the same team. So totally. we end up actually getting the opposite of what we want by yes. how we show up. Yes. And you know, women, we are more complicated than men. We are, it's, it's our hormones are all over the place and we're going to get into hormone balance and all that on another episode. But today we are just really focusing on emasculating men and how we can get better with doing that. And it it starts down to when they are born and they're little boys. And I will never forget this. It was last summer, Maria and I were walking in the park 
And there's this little boy, he was precious and he, he was probably four years old and he was just learning to ride a bike and he was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he almost ran us over and I was laughing, you know, we were in dresses in the park for yeah. have fun. And, um, the mom like rolled her eyes and was like, like ridiculous and really got on him. It was like, oh, boys, these days, he's so, he's so ridiculous. And I remember you leaning over to me because we were in the heat of st- the heart of studying this. And yeah. you said, she's emasculating him already. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she did not know it. Yeah. She was trying to raise a polite little boy. Right. Right. But we even say like, don't get dirty. You know, don't come in. But boys, they can roll around in the dirt. That's how God made them. Right. Not, yes. you know, in a proper place. But we, we start it when they're young. Yeah. And part of it is, is I think we don't, there's not a recognition of the differences. And you've heard MK and I talk about this over and over again. The difference between men and women is amazing and it's complimentary and it's so beautiful. It's God given, you know, it's incredible. We know that our, our, our brains are, are different. Our bodies are different and those differences are so good. And so starting to be aware and ladies, I would encourage you to take out a pen and just notice if you do any of these things. So let's dive into some of the nuts and bolts of emasculation that probably most of us don't aware, you know, aren't aware that we are doing. Yeah. And a lot of it becomes, comes also just like we were talking about comparing because that comparison yes. leads us into competition yep. and we were never satisfied. It's never enough. You know, our husband will, um, like I know Wilson, this before he'll be like, I'm coming home early and on a Friday afternoon and he'll come home at five o'clock instead of six o'clock. But I'm mad because he didn't come home at two o'clock because to me, um, that was, it wasn't early enough. He's like, I'm like, but it's Friday. She can get, he's like, well, I still work a full-time job. So, you know, um, just, just that we're never satisfied. Yeah. Another part of that is withholding. When we withhold admiration, accountability, appreciation, appreciation of effort, I want to add, because I think for a lot of us, and I have totally been guilty of this, is that, you know, we will withhold appreciation because it wasn't what the result wasn't what I wanted rather than appreciate, wow, they really worked hard for that. Even if it wasn't the result I was looking for. Like that example I just gave. Yes, right. Totally, totally. And, you know, it's like here he's working hard to do something for you because he loves you and he cares about you and he wants to support you and all the things, but all we have a tendency to see is what's, 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 what's going wrong with it, what they're not doing right. So that withholding and what's again, interesting side note here, anything you appreciate, you actually get more of. So when we're calling out the good, it actually makes men want to rise. It makes someone to be better when we're appreciating those things. It's a game changer. Really is. And, you know, I think we as women too, and we tend to withhold physical affection Mm. and that's something that it's not good. You know, uh, we know that what is the the quote? I know we've said it before that the stronger sex are, is actually the weaker sex because of their weakness towards the weaker sex. And so we know that we dangle this physical um, intimacy over men and we use that to withhold, which is, is not, it's never okay. It's not good to use that right? It's not something that we use, but we withhold that from men. And that's not a good thing. Cause you're using something as a weapon, you know, and whenever we're using something as that's meant to be a good as a weapon, that's not okay. You know, oh, it's not. And it's, um, it's taking advantage of this power that we have, if you will. Yeah. Right. That's, 
that's not good. And, and it's so true that men just, they really do. I remember Erin telling me that she's like, men will do anything for you if you just love them well. Like they are wired to just please you, to please their mates, right? Mm-hmm. From a primal instinct. And he, like, they will do it. And it's so true that like you said, we're wired to see what they haven't done instead of what they have done. Wow. Like they're out working hard for me all day long. And then I want to complain because they came home at five instead of two or whatever. I mean, Will's like, that would, that would be coming, that would be taking a day <laughs> off work. Right. So totally. Like, okay. yeah. You know, and, um, we, we do, we tend to, we are wired as humans to see it's, it's protective mechanism, right? Yeah. Because they're the, it's defense mechanism, but it's not good. No. Another thing also is, is that many women, many women have a tendency to give negative affection. And, and the sad thing is men really do desire attention so badly that they will even stay in toxic relationships where there is attention, even if they're being treated terribly. And obviously women do that as well. We're kind of focusing on this other side today, but so as women, when we're not, when we don't acknowledge, we don't talk, we ignore what we're saying to, to someone is you have such little value. You're not even worth acknowledging or noticing. And granted, sometimes we do this out of, again, out of self-protection, but it can actually be safer to acknowledge, uh, you know, men's humanity. And it doesn't have to be a flirty thing. It doesn't have to be this whole, you know, but just being aware of treating people as a gift that they are in their humanity, you know, recognizing their humanity, recognizing that they're a person with thoughts and feelings and emotions. And um, so that's another way that we can unknowingly emasculate. Yeah. And, you know, we talk a lot about just like, we've been getting into what, how God made us and that women truly do need love and men need respect and they go hand in hand. But I think oftentimes we get those backwards because Mm -hmm. we need love. So then we, yeah. We project that on the men and we can be so disrespectful because we don't hold that as in high of esteem yeah. as if we get love. Mm-hmm. Right. And let's remember what the definition of love actually is, is yes. to will the good of another. Yeah. So if we are willing the good of our spouse, mm-hmm. will we be, you know, being passive aggressive to them yeah. on, based on something? I mean, so many times I think men are like, what did I even do? I have no idea. Right. Because we expect them to read our minds. And so that lack of communication plays into that passive aggressive behavior. And before you know it, you've right. been giving each other the silent treatment and you've just the devil won again. Totally. Well, and, and I think there's a tendency for, for us women and where we, we think that men are just hairy women. <laughs> we expect them <laughs> to be, you know, and so they're just been hairy. They are. <laughs> And so when they act different or sometimes our expectations of their behaviors, like, well, they should act a certain way because that's how us women would. When the really reality is that, you know, men are different. For example, maybe I, you know, for us women, we're talking to a guy and we ask him a question and we get frustrated when we, you know, they take, they don't answer right away. And we can think, oh my gosh, they're ignoring me. They're not paying attention to me. And then we fire off another question. We suddenly we've asked all these questions. And what we don't realize is that when we ask a man a question, he's, he has to, he takes a minute to consider it, you know, and he's literally thinking about it and he's coming up with an answer. And all of a sudden, when we put all these things out there, then he doesn't know where, where do I go with this? Which thing do I even answer? Now I, you know, their brains work differently than ours do. And that's amazing. It's not a bad thing, but for us women to be aware of that is huge. And another story actually that, that was really, that I think really highlighted this idea of, um, of as women, 
you know, elevating the man in our life, you know, elevating men, you know, just letting them know it, it doesn't, I think there's a, a tendency to fear elevating men or letting them know, praising them, letting them know, um, you know, complimenting any of those things because we think, oh my gosh, they're going to be full of themselves or, you know, or they're going to think so highly of themselves and all this stuff. When the reality is that when we are encouraging, when we are elevating, it actually can bring out the best in men. A friend of mine, he used to always say that, you know, he, when he would go to work, he could have a terrible day at work and people could be criticizing him and, and putting him down or just being demanding all these things. But when he got home and his wife was there, if she thought he was wonderful and she just praised him, then he, she was the only one that he cared about whose opinion was. And so I think as women, sometimes we just don't realize the incredible impact that we have. We really do. And, you know, we were at a, a wedding shower back in the fall and I'll remember, oh, yeah. um, we were giving wedding advice. And one of the, one of the women said, you know, I'll never remember, I'll never forget whenever I would, I would notice that my mom, you know, right before my dad would come in the house from a long day at work she would always go and get her lipstick and put her lipstick on because she always wanted to look nice for her husband to let him know that he was important to her. And I think, you know, the, the feminist movement would be like, what, that's ridiculous. Or could be, they could say, you know, why are you trying to, but it's not about that. It's about respecting and it's about showing them that you matter to me. Right. And like, if we, yes, loving and well, and if we give, we will all generous. God is never outdone in generosity when Mm. we give and we respect and we show them how important they are to us instead of what you have done, but focusing on what they do do for us and how they have been so kind and generous and loving and supporting for us. Then we'll in turn get on this instead of the vicious cycle of passive aggressive and what you haven't done. And like, you know, I don't need you. Then we get in this cycle of love begets love, just like sin begets sin, love begets love. And I'm giving and and you're giving, and we're both willing the good of each other. And you're important to me. So I took the time to go and put on lipstick and, you know, that's just a little example, but I thought, you know, in today's culture, that might be seen as like, oh, you homely woman who, who just, you know, allows, doesn't see yourself as important. And I thought, how sweet, how Mm. sweet of her to make her husband feel so valued Mm-hmm. That even though she has these kids at her feet, she's going and saying like, it, it's like dressing up for church. Like I, I, we all dress up for church on Sundays because yeah. I want Jesus to know he's important to me. More yeah. important than going to the grocery store or going to lunch with a friend. Right. And it's the same thing of saying like, you matter to me and you're important to me as opposed to, and I'm not good at it. You all <laughs> preaching to the choir. I'm in my running gear every day. <laughs> We're all learning all of this stuff, guys. <laughs> right. And it's, and it's not saying you have to do that one thing, but what are the little things that you can do to make your man know that he, you value him, that he's important to you. And you know, like one thing for me is everybody, all y'all know, I love to run and I don't like to miss my run. And it's, Will just loves if I'll wait for him. Like, oh, I know you don't want to wait on me, but if I'll wait for him, um, and it may be late and we might put the kids in bed and then go for a run, which yeah. if I know we're actually going to go, I don't mind to wait for him. But sometimes I'm like, it's just on my to-do list. I just want to get it done. Yeah. But when I do that, he's like, wow, she was thinking of me. I'm so important to her. And then yes. I want her to know she's important to me. Right. So mm. that, you want to get on a good hamster wheel, not a bad one. Yes. And you know, something else too, is how many times have you been in public and you've seen 
you know, woman criticizing her man, um, you know, teasing or making fun of him or correcting him, diminishing him, you know, all those things are so emasculating and it, it really does, you know, it does not bring out the best, it, you know, criticism. And all I can think is if that's what's happening in public, what happens behind closed doors, that poor man totally. is so down. And it can go both ways, but today we're talking about emasculating yes. men. And just to beat people down, it's not okay. Yeah. yeah. And you guys know, we talk a lot about, you know, taking responsibility on here and about, and that's why, you know, this is stuff that MK and I, we are learning. We are in this with you. We are you. <laughs> Working this, on it. Yeah. We are, we're all works in progress, you know, and, but that awareness, you know, is always that first space to work out of it. You don't, you can't change what you're not aware of. And so now being aware of that, okay, what is something moving forward that you can do to shift that? You know, if you're someone who typically is, you know, teasing or complaining, not in like a fun flirty way where you know that they, they love it, but in a way uh-huh. that is, is disrespectful and you know, that's a sensitive space for them. Um, but just being aware, what are the ways that, you know, that maybe you are emasculating the men in your life and don't realize that? And, yeah. and, and there's, I know we can come up with a ton of other examples. I know one we were talking about recently was you're not one of the guys when you're yeah. a little different and, you know, it's different if a friend might tease your husband about getting a little bit of a belly, but then if you are teasing him about his little belly, it's devastating to him. And yeah. so maybe you want to help him, but you're like, let's work on this together. Let's, let's do this diet plan or exercise or whatever that is, instead of being critical about it, of like, let's do this. There are ways you can set, you can mm-hmm. invite people to rise without yeah. criticizing because that is devastating to him. Mm-hmm. And another way, something that I have learned, um, that's, that's been really helpful is, is praise what you have liked oh my gosh, you know, I loved when you wore that top, that shirt or, oh my gosh, you're, you know, whatever, if you're, if you're talking about losing weight, gosh, you look so good in that blah, 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 whatever. And just recognizing, you know, again, what you acknowledge, what you praise, you get more of, what you appreciate because, and we all do that. Think about it. When someone has praised you for something or appreciate for something, don't you want to dive in more with that? it really does call up the best. And so that's, we just want to invite you to call up the best to the men around you, not for the sake of getting, but because they they deserve that and you deserve that. Yeah. And like another example would just be, I know a lot of women feel like we're the planners at home. Like we know where the kids schedules and you know, who has to be where, when, and so we end up planning things. And a lot of times I'm like, we're going to go on date night um, on Thursday because it's the only day we have available. But then I'm like, I, I just want him to plan it. Right. So saying like, I loved when you took charge and planned date night. Yeah. Instead of being like, I've planned the last seven times we've gone out. Like where, you know, and just really, like you said, saying like how much I loved when you took charge. But a lot of times it's because they have no idea all the schedules and it's, it's not because they're not interested. We yeah. just don't take the time to communicate it. Totally. You know, it was funny. It was a friend of mine. Um, so we, we did this course on, on some of this stuff, just helping people to understand how to, especially like in the dating world. And what was really beautiful was one of the girls, she came away from this and she was, she was going on a date after learning ways to elevate the men, you know, in her life. And then also to be aware, aware of the ways that she was emasculating and the guy, he, he did something really sweet for her. I think he, you know, he had like opened her car door and then he did something else and she just praised him. She just was so appreciative. And he was like, Oh really? Like, 
that, that was not a big deal. And then he was doing every, he was opening every door. He was like little. Trying to get more of that praise, right? Yeah. Affirmation just, feels good. Yeah, aware of, and again, we don't use this as a manipulative thing where it's not, oh my goodness, give to get. Right. It's because you guys, we want to bring out the best in those around us, you know, and also it brings out the best in us too. And we know that every person, um, every person is a gift. And so really, are we treating the men in our lives as the gift that they are, you know, and it's not to say they don't have things that we get frustrated with or upset with. And it's not that we're ignoring those things, but are we highlighting and praising the good, the true, the beautiful that they are doing? Are we just focusing on the negative? I think sometimes um, just something to think about is because men are typically bigger, stronger, tougher, just how God made them. Um, You know, what is it like? Even the weakest man can almost always like take overtake a woman. Like it would be hard for you in an attack to to physically, you know, beat a man. But I think from that standpoint where we see them as a physically stronger and the bigger and tougher that we sometimes think that their feelings aren't there. And and I would vouch to say men are much more sensitive than we, than we give them credit for. And we hurt them in ways that, you know, what is it? You cannot unring a bell. When you say things that it's, it's so true that words can cut so much deeper, so much, they hurt so much. And so I just want to consider that men are not as actually tough on the inside as we often think they are from looking at them on the outside. Totally. So ladies, we just invite you to go on this journey with us, you know, to, to start to look at what are the ways that I'm unknowingly emasculating the men in my life. And it may not just be a spouse. It could be a dad, Sons, it could be a brother, a, son, a friend. Yeah. yeah. And, and, or giving them a pass because, oh, they're just a boy. Um, it's not, you know, like, oh, boys are just wild or boys are just this. No, like we all are expected to be respectful. We're all expected to be respected. And how can we um, love better? How can we will the good of each other more? And how can we show up better to empower the men in our lives? Yes. So come with us on this journey, ladies. Let us We're going to be getting into some of the hormonal differences and how testosterone and estrogen can help us yeah. next week. So we hope you've learned a little something and will masculate, not emasculate the men in your lives this week. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next week on Girl Water Your Grass. Bye. Bye.